band. This is Freddie Ordain from the band Weapons of a New, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Oh, man, I appreciate you taking time to join me. Uh, no problem. Are we live, or do you uh, go back and edit? No, I'm going to go back and edit. I just okay, cool. I do like one day a month. And then I put a whole bunch in the can, and then I have enough stuff for. And I yeah. usually have a, I usually have a partner, but she had something come up, so you got just me today. Okay. So anyway, let's talk about uh, weapons anew. Love the song, love break the ties for sure. Love the video, but for those not familiar with you guys, can you give us like the two sentence elevator pitch? Yeah, two sentence man, you're really boxing me in. We are cool. <laughs> Buy our shit. We like the rock and roll. We are from up north, but we are now down south. Where are you from up north? New York. Uh, New York originally. Oh, me too. Where from? Uh, I grew up in the Bronx. Westchester. Okay, I'm from Long Island. Nobody's perfect. I, I can hear it. <laughs> can I give the guest the finger? No problem, <laughs> buddy. No problem. It's That's fine. how we say hello in New York. <laughs> right. right. We're like old friends though. now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So... You got a bunch. You got a couple new members in the band. Uh, I, I see that you got Richie and I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Lunaya. Lunaya. Yeah. Close, yeah. I, close enough. What do you think that brings to the band that was different from the the last records? Um, honestly, I think it's just uh, just hunger. Um, I mean, both of them are, are super talented. Um, you know, Richie's young. He's thirty. Uh, so he's like the baby of the band, but he's. <laughs> He's a motherfucker of a singer, and yeah, he's great. Yeah, his voice is killer. You know, so just, it kind of, I don't want to say that it got tired with the other guys, but it just got to the point where it just felt like, you know, we were having to drag everybody to do everything, and it just became... It's time to move on. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to move on, you know? So uh, when we moved down here, man, the, the wealth of talent was unfucking believable Right. You, know, you hear about Nashville and, you know, New York and all that, and honestly, man, down here, it's unfucking believable yeah. You can go out any day of the week, any time of the day, go to a bar, a restaurant, uh, anything. And you'll see somebody with an acoustic guitar playing. Right. So kind of, it was pretty nice because we kind of had to pick up a litter when we decided we were like, you know, let's not go get a guy who's known already. Let's go try to yeah, find somebody. Find new. somebody. And uh, it came Richie. <laughs> so that brings me to my next question then. So, you know, a lot of bands replace bass players, replace drummers. Can't replace me, Bruce. I'm irreplaceable, dude. Okay. <laughs> but it's very. It seems very difficult to replace like a, a singer or a frontman, right? Because that's the, well, the frontman. Yeah. yeah. How difficult of a, a decision was it? And it was, uh, it definitely wasn't easy. I mean, did we love Ray? Yeah. I mean, we, we spent five, six years with him, you know, he, he was family to us. Right. And, you know, when we moved to Florida, it was like, well, awesome, man. Now we're all in Florida. Ray, lived, Ray lives about two hours, three hours south of us on the other coast so we were like well this is great like now we can always kind of be together we can get together a couple times a month and write and it was just just wasn't happening and uh me and reno just kind of we, we felt a little bit on the last tour um that it was probably going to be time for a change pretty soon and then when we started writing the new record it kind of became really like evident to us that that it was time yeah and then once we moved here it was just like you know we, more, more of the same more of the same we just got tired of having to try to fight people to, to do this it's like yeah you're a musician you're supposed to love it it's not about how much money is in it for me like go, go get a fucking job at mcdonald's if it's about the money dude because you'll make about the same you'll probably make more Wait, at McDonald's. you mean you guys aren't millionaires i mean what? yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's, 
you. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, it's, it's, it really comes down to a passion. And if it becomes just where it's, well, you know, I need money to do this. And I need money to do that. Like I, I get it. And, you know, we all need money to live, but at the same time, we all committed to doing this and we all did this because we really loved it. And if it's not what you love, then, you know, cool. unfortunately, man, just step aside because we're going to keep going. So it wasn't easy, man. Me and Ralph, nah. you know, we fought with ourselves about it for fuck, man, probably two years. Yeah, dude. I love Ray. You know, at the end of the day, like, that's my brother. He'll always be my brother. Like, it right. just, you know, but it just comes a point in time where it's like, all right, we got to do what's best for the, the group. You know what I mean? I say it all the time. It's like we were married. We got divorced. We got our first kid to show for it. And I went and fucked the supermodel and have a new kid now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Do you, uh, what's been the response from the fans then? Have they been pretty accepting? Dude, it's amazing, yeah. man. Like, we were super scared about that. You know, because Ray's got some fucking history. And then, dude, right. he did a lot with Ray. We were like, oh, fuck, dude, this poor kid's going to get pummeled. And honestly, man, everyone's yeah. been super accepting of him. And, you know, he's he's really talented. He's super good live. And he's, and he's just a sweet person. I mean, when you get to meet him, you'll, you'll see. Okay. There's really not, not like about him. So the new record, The Art of War, now that it's complete. Yeah. What was the writing process like? Were you guys able to get together and write like in the old traditional sense, banging banging things off each other, or is it more like, hey, here's a rip? Uh, not really. Um, me and Mike Freddy did a, did a majority of the writing in the studio. Um, he was our producer, and uh, we came off the Scott Stapp tour. We had toured a lot in 2019, so it was yeah, time like we needed bit, to do a new record. So we came off the road, and I went right into the studio for probably two months, three months, and just wrote the whole record. And then we slowly but surely started putting it together. And as we were putting it together, it was like, yeah, it's time to make a change here. So it became evident, you know, so everything with Chris, our drummer, and, you know, Chad from Breaking Ben stepped in. So it, it was cool. It was an exciting time. Um, you know, I'm excited for people to hear what it sounds like now. You know, it's, it's a, it's a different, I don't want to say it's a different band. I mean, it still sounds like us. It's different, though. But it's definitely different. Yeah, it's, it's, different. it's a little grown up and I think a little better thought out. Well, I see the single's been blowing up, right? I mean, you've gotten a great response to uh, Break the Ties. It's, it's, it's starting it's to go. Okay, so man, it's yeah. starting to go. So, um, so is there something you want your fans to take away from after listening to the Art of War? I mean, I know it's got you know the title of the book, the famous yeah. book or whatever. But is there something deeper or something you want them to walk away from after listening to the record? I mean, once they listen to the record, it's almost like they're sitting in our living room with us. Yeah, you know, you'll get it. You'll get it. You'll it's, get it. It's shit that we've all been through for the past, you know, since 2017. You know, so it was five years of of touring and being a band and writing and life experience and getting divorces and moving and, you know, all the, all the shit. So I think people are going to connect with it. It's crazy. You know, certain people connect with certain songs and it's, you know, and I'll, I'll never tell them they're wrong or they're right or whatever. It's right. just interpretation and how they connect with it. It's fucking hear that from somebody. Whether so, that's talk about it or not, it's, it's kind of cool to see their, like their take on it. Right. So when fans connect with it, I mean, I guess that's the ultimate takeaway, but do you have a good story of how it, has affected somebody has somebody come to you after a show or sent you an email said hey i listened to i don't know break the ties or whatever the song is and it's touched me we haven't been touring enough yet but yeah. <laughs> so when we get to our fucking asses back on the road <laughs> uh, you know we, we get a decent amount of emails and stuff like that and uh yeah it's been it's been yeah, pretty positive been the response, response yeah the response is definitely so I'm just going through your bio that Shauna sent over. How did Logan Matter get involved? Because he's been on the show a couple times and Logan's awesome. Yeah. Um, we taught him how to speak New York actually. Well we were in uh <laughs> because you know Logan he's, he's so kind of chill in just California. Um 
we were out on tour together. He was in another band. We were out doing some Metal Legion shows in 2019, and Logan was filling and playing guitar for this other band. And him and I just started talking. We, we totally connected. We're both metalheads. We both like to like kind of have that that fucking swing, right? Uh, Logan knows how to swing, dude. That motherfucker's he yeah. can groove. Oh yeah. So we were we were kind of trying to decide who we wanted to produce the new record. So we invited a couple of guys out. So Logan came out to New York for two weeks, and honestly, he was my choice. Um, it's it's really who I wanted to work with, but the Machine Head reunion tour had come yeah. up, so just the timing wasn't there. So we you know we we got lucky, man. We got break the ties right out of us. But uh, yeah, it was great, dude. He came up to New York. He spent probably like a week or something like yeah. that with us, and he left going. Uh, we would tell him, "Hey, Logan, when we ask, like, when people ask you how you doing or where you at, you tell them I'm over fucking here. That's where I am." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as shit how he does it. Right, right here, it's right fucking here. <laughs> right here. That's the uh, that's the classic. Uh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, he's exactly. got it. He's he, got he, it he down. Knows, he knows it now. He speaks. He speaks yeah. fucking fluent New York. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. I've seen him a couple times with Once Human, actually on 70,000 Tons of Metal and a couple other places. Yeah, very good guy. He's just a great person. He really is, man. So what do you guys have planned? Are you gonna? Are you hitting, heading back out onto the road in support of this, or is it too early? Or I mean, we're, we're just starting to kind of get our plans together now. Um, we Kind of when we, we ripped the Band-Aid off with the band, we did it with everybody. We did it with management. We did it with our distribution deal. So we have all new people around us. You know, Shauna's brand new. We love her. She's phenomenal. Shauna um, is the absolute best. Yeah, dude. So we, we kind of really took with, with COVID shutting everything down and, and the touring cycle shutting down and, and us having time to really kind of pull the pull the reins back a little bit and say, hold on a second. Let's fix all the fucking problems and get it right. So we got new management or uh, machine management group. They're, they're great people. Um, you know, we brought Shauna on. So it's just kind of slowly but surely been building our team back up. So we just got our new booking agent. So he's in the middle of everything right now. They're telling us probably February is, is when we're going to start going again. And then Dude, we're fucking road dogs. Once you get us out, man, him and I are retarded. We've been doing this so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like, dude, go the bus for like seven weeks. Sure, like, why not? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so That's it's like, there, man, we love it. What was it like during the pandemic? Was there a point where you were considering ending this, or how did you handle the pandemic? Because it was rough for everybody, right? And there was no light at the end of the tunnel at some point. Hiatus. Yeah, it's fucked up. You know, I mean, like, I mean, that's the best way to put it. It's like, oh, there's no end in sight. Is there going to be an end? Like, yeah. you know, we could just do like shit that no one sees and, you know, do shit on our end and then clean house and get our shit together and fucking, you know, move 1,200 yeah. miles away <laughs> from home. You know, <laughs> just kind of figure shit out as you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had we had pretty much had enough in New York. I mean, once COVID shut everything down, it was it was like being in fucking jail. Too. Yeah, it was hard. And, uh, it was. Yeah. I, houses down in florida for years so i but, said to him and i'm really thinking about this like is it time to go and both of us fucking were like yeah let's do it man you guys went from the exact polar opposites right you went from cuomo or hochul or whoever was up there when you were there all the way to desantis who's like the wild fucking west right oh dude and that's what i would tell right, all my friends here. i'm like dude it's like the wild west like bro i can carry a fucking gun it's awesome <laughs> like it's like no mask and carry a gun right do whatever you want yeah, I go great. to a bar and have a drink, even a fucking cheeseburger. It was, yeah. dude, it was amazing. There's people, <laughs> there's people, I see them. <laughs> yeah, so we great. actually we had done a couple of one-off shows down here, just kind of starting to figure out the area, and it was like fucking people would come out to fucking shows, and people yeah. would come hang out, and it was like, wow, man, this is this is pretty badass. Yeah. So we uh, we talked about it for about I don't know two hours. It was like, <laughs> dude, are we gonna do this? And it was like, yeah, why not? Let's fuck it let's go what's the worst thing that happens we pack up and go back to new york in two years no, no we're going back we're here man we love it 
Well, you've got Ybor City and the crazy, I mean, death metal scene that grew up out of there, and you've got Mars Sound and all those great places down there. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a it's dude, it's it's crazy. It's it's so diverse down here, and people don't really segregate. Like, if, if there's a lot of guys that are into like the country rock thing, but it kind of falls into the active rock thing. Um, it's kind of getting like like this mishmashy kind of thing going on where it's like rap and and and, and country and rock, and it can kind of all fit in together. So it's it's kind of cool, you know, whereas New York, it was like, if you're a rock band, you're a rock band. If you're, you know, it's so not like that down yeah. here. If, if it's cool music and people can go out and shake their ass to it, it's all good. They're coming out to your fucking show to hang out. Right. Hey, so if you grew up in the Bronx, did you grow up going to Lemoore? I did. Uh, well, I didn't get to the, the original Lemoore's. I wound up playing Lemoore's with my old band. We were on tour with Manowar. I played there. So that was probably like 2002. In like um, Lemoore East or something? Yeah. Um, it was cool, you know. It was uh, it was all right. I mean, we I grew up going to Limelight and Studio One and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those were my two main places coming up. I grew up at Lemoore, and I mean, ever since you know we were fake IDs sneaking into Lemoore, everybody, <laughs> and um, that's where we saw everybody. Yeah, yeah. Limelight, Limelight in Manhattan was like the same thing in the old church, and uh, yeah. it was. I've only been there a few times, but I definitely know what you're talking about. In the early '90s, I mean, fuck, you see some phenomenal bands just come through there, and it was great because you know, being from New York, you knew everybody, so you get right in the club, and then you go hang out backstage. All the debauchery that went on. Right. <laughs> so, so, last one I have before I have this uh, little game we're gonna play. But do you guys are you planning on doing like another single or the new model of the music business, like single every month or something? Yeah. So originally we were we didn't think Break the Ties was gonna do as much as it done, you know, uh, with us being away for three years and. uh Thankfully, it's got some life to it. We were originally planning on putting a single out for, for Halloween. And Break still got some legs going. So I think we're going to hold until January. And then one's coming out in January. And then when we launch the tour, like the, the heavy hitters from the record are going to start dropping come then. And the music business has changed, right? That's the new model. You got to do something every six weeks because people lose attention so quickly. That's yeah, true, man. It's, it's kind of the way. So I don't, I don't know when we're going to release the record. Like They're talking probably mid-next year. And honestly, I'm in no rush. Like, if we can get these singles where they got fucking three, four, five months of life on them, it's like shit, dude. Wouldn't yeah, get my father. You know, five years out of ten songs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I understand how it has to be that way, but I'm the old school dude who still wants to pick up the record and you know listen to it the way you sequenced it and read the liner notes and read the lyrics and where you recorded it and who you thanked, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. So I mean, definitely by the time we're on the road, we'll whether we do CD singles or something because I mean, a lot that i remember from being on tour you know for the past years was dude people whether they listen to the cd or not they, it was like a memento that they would take home with them they wanted wanna you to sign it. it they want to take a picture of you with it so i still think it's a super important thing for when you're on the road you know you can't tour with no product no you need stuff no i agree and like i said i'm old school i really i think the young kids are missing something because that was a whole ritual right you save your paper route money and go to the record store on a tuesday and yeah, of course, you know, buy yeah. the new metallica record or whatever album to come out yeah. and shit like that shit yeah dude i mean we all remember like we remember that stuff unfortunately right yeah i mean it's it's kind of just be, i don't want to say it's been taken for granted but it's kind of it's just like background noise nowadays you know yeah, so people so, are so different there's nothing to get excited about anymore like it's not like a big build to yeah everybody to with, anymore everybody know? with a fucking instagram's a rock star nowadays so yeah. how do you compete and attention that? span is horrible I yeah, know. Too. Bro, that's what we should do on the, We'll sell a cell phone with the CDs. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a great marketing idea. Yeah. Hey, so before we go, I have this little, uh, I don't know what you call it, a game. I'm going to show you a picture. 
here in a second. And all I need you to do is tell me what's going on in the picture and what's going to happen next. I know, I know it's crazy. It's fucked up, but it's great for, we were just talking about attention spans. People love YouTube shorts and Instagram shorts and these do really well, like as just shorts. So bear with me for one second. If it's it's too fucked up, please feel free to tell me you don't want to do it, but no, 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 it's all good. Just don't, don't be our, our responses because they're probably. No, I want the, uh, I want the responses. So let me. What's going on now, and what's going to happen in the next frame? The toaster is on fire because cheese doodles are exploding out of his brain, and hot dogs are flying in to save the day. Where do you see a toaster? Uh, it, I, it looks like a Zippo lighter with multicolor flames, but if you look at it quick, it looks like burnt toast popping out. <laughs> good. good. Uh, what is he going to do? He's going to meet with the OSHA inspector to go over high visibility jackets and pass. <laughs> what do you think is in his little book there? Uh, uh, drawings of cocks. Yes. And is that a, what is that, a cell phone? A can of gasoline? That's a can of gasoline, dude, 100%. Oh, right there. there. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. He's going to stuff the hot dogs in there so they can uh, cook through... Uh, scientific uh heat waves where the fuck did you even find this picture <laughs> so <laughs> did you paint this no no so i'm gonna i'll give you a little side or a little history my sister is a psychiatrist and she's got these sort of like the rorschach test but they they're more fucked up i have a whole list of them and i kind of just pick yeah. randomly as we go along and get different answers like today this one's going to be for all nine interviews i have and we'll get all these different different takes on it cool they're very fucked up and they get progressively more fucked up. And I'm guessing she's going to analyze it, probably analyze it and watch it one day and, you know, tell you that you're even more fucked up for, yeah. oh, I know I for am. a toaster. I, I know I am. It's perfectly all right. <laughs> so, so what was going to happen next? Did we say that already? Yeah, yeah. He's going to pass his uh, 10-point OSHA safety inspection with his high-visibility jacket. Yes. And he's going to eat those cheese doodles that are in his hands, even though they're probably flames. Cheese oh, noodles and a toaster. I don't even see anything you're seeing, dude. That shit either, dude. You got good glasses. Right? No, no, no. Fucking <laughs> glass. Well, cool. That will do that one for sure. And okay. uh, so, what's next for you guys then? If I know you're working on a single, what do you got until February? Working on new music or? Yeah, I get the new single out uh, probably you know right after the, the holidays. Um, new videos dropping at the same time. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do a video for every single that we're doing. Um, that's it, man. Fucking pack our bags and hopefully get on the road. That'd be great. What's it like to be back on the road after being off for so long? The same. I mean, I don't know. We haven't been on the road road. I mean, we've been to California, Texas, Colorado, and stuff like that. But it's like fly in and fly out. So we really don't get like the full, the full extent of yeah. you know, the bus smells like fucking burnt up cheese doodles. And- yeah. <laughs> but you're ready to roll. Yeah, we're ready yeah, to roll. Yeah, yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, bro. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Awesome. That is all I have. I hope I wasn't too fucked up. And did I miss anything you want to cover? Huh? Did I miss anything you might want to cover? Oh, but if you want to send me those other nine pictures just as a, <laughs> side, as a side thing, you know, I mean, that's, I'll work on them and get back to you. No <laughs> Hang on. If you want, we got a minute here. Let me see if I can give me one second. One you think is the most fucked up, bro? Oh, I've got a really fucked up one that I didn't use. Oh, Bruce. I'm in. <laughs> These doodles and toaster. Don't worry, this one's gonna point. be better. This one's gonna be better. All right, and so now you, now you get the hint. Let me just get it off my drive here. Hold on, one. What's notebook? It might not be <laughs> the most fucked up. You say, huh? Yeah, Bruce. What? Thrill me. 
All right, hang on one second. Sorry, I know this is probably... Oh, okay, I'm going to go with this one. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got it. <laughs> I do. All right, let's see if I can figure out how to share this real quick. All right, well, there's fucking sun. What do you want me to do? I can't really do anything about it. We're getting the reflection of the fucking... By the way, this will all be edited, so don't worry about... Ah, uh, Brizzy, I don't care. It's fine. All right, let me just drag it to my desktop if I can figure out how to do that real quick. Yeah, the juicy tidbits. This one is kind of... Flash a big naked oh, picture. Yeah. Shit, wrong picture. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Dudes, I apologize. Sit tight. Mm -hmm. All right. Share screen. Don't you love technology? <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it's uh, all right, and sometimes it's beyond me. I hear you, bro. Sorry. That's okay. Share screen. All right, I know how to do this. I got to open it first. See, I wasn't prepared. Dude, we're never fucking prepared. <laughs> Most people think I'm a, a jackass with these, so. No, most people are wrong, Bruce. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> All right, this should work, and we've got like five minutes, so I got the next one, so you can. What do you see? All right. What do you see? I see a spinning wheel that says Bruce Moore has started oh, there we go. sharing. Okay. No, you don't see this? I got okay. it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You think this one's fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> about to dive into the bald man's anus. Asshole, 100%. He's about to do a triple Lindy into his anus. The frog is concerned that he might go in there also. Is that a gorilla jerking off in the corner? Yeah, that gorilla's masturbating. That's the not a frog in his hand? That's yeah. a what? No. What he says in his hand? Oh, it might be a frog. He's going to stick the frog into his urethra. <laughs> <laughs> He enjoys urethral sounding with amphibians in the jungle. And that's a leaf or something. And of course it's metal. Yeah, of course it's they're metal. Blaming, they're blaming metal on all yeah. of this anal probing. Yeah, that's not cool because, you, you know, the guy's got a mom tattoo. Maybe he thinks his mom is in that guy's ass. He's saving her. Yeah. <laughs> all I know is that dude, that bald dude with the glasses, he's fucked, dude, because my he's man. He's running for his life. Yeah, he's salivating over that fucking. So what's gonna happen thing. though is yeah. the gorilla's gonna come out of the yellow thing and yeah. pound his ass. Oh right yeah. yeah! Oh, it's gonna be like a chain. The yeah. gorilla's gonna run a train on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you don't. I mean, think about it. Dude. He's about to get it. Think about how diesel gorillas are, and they don't even work out. Like, <laughs> imagine if gorillas knew about bench press and shit. Like, we'd be fucking done, dude. I think silverbacks are pretty uh, aggressive and strong anyway, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine they did, like, fucking skull crushers and Schwarzeneggers and fucking, like, dips and shit. Like <laughs> yeah, dude, we'd be done. Like, they break out of the zoo. Forget about it. They don't need guns. They'll beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> but we got. <laughs> well, thank you for playing along. I know that was probably very different from most interviews you do but we like to keep it a little bit different and yeah that's great <laughs> thanks for watching anal probing yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you my friends hope that wasn't too bad no it's fucking killer like to have a few laughs along the way so good luck with the record 
hopefully we'll see you maybe on tour this way. Oh yeah, man. All right. Be well, my friends. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.